All right, welcome back to the Kadash Podcast. This is your host, Joshua. And today, like, it, this is gonna, not going to be a normal um, podcast that I normally do. It's going to be, I think I've done one like this before where I just talk. And um, just about some things that have been on my heart that I feel like the Lord has been putting in my heart to talk about. Um, that uh, as, he, as I look and I behold um, the world, how it, he reveals these things to me. And what I'm going to be talking about today is, is just Christ as our reward, Christ as our treasure, Christ as our everything. And I feel like the world or even the body of Christ, right, the church, we are seeking the hand of God instead of seeking the face of God which is satisfaction in, in, in who he is and what he's done for us and in, in, in beholding him, right? Um, you know, Second Corinthians, uh, beholding him, we are transformed into the same likeness from glory to glory. I feel like that's our treasure. Our treasure is the joy from being a son and being able to reflect our father well out into the world from love for our father um, not only that, from satisfaction, not only in our Father, in Him as Father, but in Jesus as Bridegroom and us as Bride. And I feel, I feel like we all, or you know, people are seeking the benefits, and they want the the treasure, they want the reward that the they want earthly rewards. And if they don't get it their way, then they're cursing God and they're 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 hating God and. And um, and the the Bible says that we will have trouble, but but honestly, we can persevere and we can have joy in suffering, knowing that you know this suffering and this is a verse, you know, produces um, you know perseverance and, and hope and faith and and um, knowing that these um, situations are refining us and molding us into Christ likeness, right? You know that the goal is is the goal that the you know. Christ be formed in us is um, the ultimate prize. Uh, but I wanted to I wanted to talk on this verse because I was looking up. I was like, man, verses on seeking Him. It says seek Him throughout the whole Bible, right? You know, um, seek Him. Uh, you know, your your my heart says to you. You know, you say to me, seek my face. My heart says, Lord, your face I will seek. Uh, you know, it's Matthew six thirty three. Seek first the kingdom, and all will be added. Right? There is a precept to the byproduct. And I feel like that's what we all miss out on because we, you know, this world is completely um, engulfed in this, um, you know, immediate satisfaction. I, I forget there's a, another instant gratification is that's what people are are so tied to. Like we, we, we are not like the Bible says to wait on the Lord. We are so impatient as humans and um, and we don't have to live that way. We don't we can wait on the Lord like the Bible says, but we have to behold um, the word in Jesus, and through doing that, um, we are transformed into having the understanding of true knowledge, which is his word, which it's formed in us, and then it's produced out of us, and we become the word as well, where these words are dwelling in us, and it 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 produces in our it our it gets our body to react, right? Our, we we want our soul to become subject to our spirit so that our flesh acts out what our spirit desires to. But there is this inner battle between our soul and our spirit to get our flesh to act. But we have to realize that, you know, Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ in me. 
The life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. We need to live by that verse. My flesh is crucified, okay? My soul is now subject to my spirit because I'm going to walk in the spirit. And as a byproduct of that, my flesh is going to act off my spirit and not my soul. And I'm going to live out being a righteous, holy, blameless, chosen son of God. Um, you know, he's seated at the right hand in heavenly places and we are seated with him as co-heirs of Christ. But how would we know that if we hadn't read our word, right? This word needs to, to, to create truth inside of us. But listen to this. I thought that I was looking at verses and I thought this was beautiful. Beautiful. It says, this is Psalm 17, 14. It says, by the power of your hand, O Lord, destroy those who look to this world for their reward, but satisfy the hunger of your treasured ones. May their children have plenty, leaving an inheritance for their descendants. Because I am righteous, I will see you. When I awake, I will see you face to face and be satisfied. This is beautiful. This because it depicts this this people who look to the world for the reward instead of Christ. Because later on it says seeing him face to face is satisfaction, right? And we need to get to that place. But it isn't until we get rid of the distractions, we get rid of the desires, and we crucify and leave everything behind. Right? All the the spiritual things that it, that Jesus talks about in his par parables about you know getting people you know he, he, his disciples they left it all behind they, they left their lives behind to me whenever it talks about life in the bible it means what you deem as life what do you see as life what what's going on in your head all day long is it jesus or is it something else what 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 are your desires do you desire to commune with your father daily to walk at his right hand to be there with him right or do you desire to you know be seen as be seen you know i feel like um we all have this desire for love inside of us and we seek that out in the world and and that's our reward jesus needs to be our reward abba needs to be our reward right He's, it, it says, destroy those who look to this world for the reward, but satisfy the hunger of your treasured ones. These are the ones that desire to see him face to face. Those ones that look to him for their reward, that, that are the hunger and the thirst um, for righteousness in us, he, he's going to fill. And not only that, as a byproduct of that, of us being hungry for him, it's going to flow down to our children and down to, to the, the inheritance for their descendants, even their descendants. But we have to break this, this bond and this tie to the world of desiring and looking for reward in the world. There is nothing that will satisfy you. There is nothing that will satisfy you. And this is because I am righteous. Okay, so, so going New Testament-wise, we are righteous. We are chosen. The Bible says that you have been chosen to be holy and blameless and righteous before the foundations of the world. Jesus has clothed you with his righteousness. That's why he died for you. And we need to walk in that. And we can do that through the power of his Holy Spirit. We can live a, a life that way. We can. 
we can. The Bible says to consider yourselves dead to sin and alive in Christ Jesus, right? That's what we do. That's the place that we live from. We need to walk in our inheritance. Your inheritance is Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's your inheritance. Your inheritance. The Bible says that um, this is eternal life, that you may know him, that you may know God and Jesus Christ. That's eternal life. Knowing him. Like it says later on, when I awake, I will see you face to face and be satisfied. That's the fountain that we drink from daily is the satisfaction of Jesus Christ. His, we behold him, look to him, you rest in him, you dwell with him, you live with him, you think about him. You ponder. The Bible says to think about the things above, not the things on the earth. Set your mind on those things. It says to set your eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith. We, the Bible, we have to know these these verses and and let them mold our hearts and shape us. And that's how we walk in our inheritance. You know, people are always and things are always trying to indoctrinate us with what they believe and what they think. If we don't know truth, then those things will affect us and they will affect the, the way that we think and the things that we do and they will affect and, and then they'll come in and tie into our emotions. But our emotions are not our God. God is our God. His word is truth. And, 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 and through our spirit, getting our soul to su- subject to our, our uh, spirit, subject to our soul, producing the action of our flesh, we, we, we don't have to um, rest in those feelings. Anxiety and depression have to go. They have to go because we know the truth. We know the truth, and, and the truth is found in here. Um, all those verses that I talked about. But um, that's why we, we, we have to, you know, I'm going to do a podcast on praying the Psalms and how, you know, these things can really transform our mind. I'm looking at this verse right now in my Bible. It says, lead me, Lord, in your righteousness. Pray that. Lord, lead me in your righteousness. Um, and, and, and you have to desire that. Our prayers can't be this list of, 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 like I just said, these worldly things that we want as our reward. He is our reward. He is our treasure. Jesus Christ. We should be praying for others to experience the love that we have for Christ the love that we receive from Christ, our desire is to love and be loved. And, and, and we can be loved by God and love others with his love from the love that we receive from him. And that's, that's what we're called to do. And, and, and we were just doing a Bible study today at, uh, at church on 1 Corinthians 8. And it talks about undivided devotion to the Lord. That's how we live in an undivided devotion place um, is by being loved by God. And, um, and then we that love that we that he loves us with um, has no choice but to just flow out of us because we're drinking from this fountain of love from God that it has no other option but to flow out of us because we are just resting in his love. That's what we're that's what we should be doing. And we shouldn't be seeking um, satisfaction and, and, and reward from 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 his hand, but not seeking him. We can't do that. We, 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 we want him to do all these things for us, but we don't want relationship with him. 
that's like isn't there there's a parable somewhere where it talks about or maybe it was a story a guy was telling me where this this guy was asking his father for his inheritance and he hadn't even passed away yet like like that that just shows what kind of relationship this guy has with his father that he wants him dead and he'd rather have the money and his inheritance rather than relationship with his father that isn't treasured as much as much as um or more than the reward or, or the 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 earthly things that are going to pass away god is our father and he desires relationship with us um we have to learn to lay down the desires or the hobbies um, that we have that produce no satisfaction, nothing. There is no reward. There will always be something else that you're going to seek out to fulfill you. And until that is found in Christ, nothing will satisfy. And what's, what's sad is that people go their whole lives until the very end and and live this depressed and anxious and unfulfilled life when the the fullness is found in Christ the fullness is found in Christ and i so desire and i long for people to experience that but it's it's ultimately it's it's something that you have to you have to figure out in the secret place with the lord um you know if we are spending more time at church than in our secret place then then the church might be an idol for us um, idols are the biggest thing that I see nowadays that are upon the earth. You know, I feel like like sexual immorality is a big one, but I honestly feel like idols is the biggest one because it can be found in the mundane, normal, non-sinful things such as um, your job, your job, or sports, or video games, or it can be found in things that do not seem sinful at all, yet it can easily become an idol. And that's a question, you know, that you have to ask the Lord and yourself, Lord, reveal that to me. If there is something in my life that is drawing me away from you, cut it off. And whatever it is that I do that pulls me closer to you, Lord, help, give me more. Pray that to him. If you really desire satisfaction if if depression and anxiety is killing you right now give it to the lord go to him seek him um be with him and 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 what what that looks like is man worship worship read your bible read books um about the bible um listen to podcasts these are some of my favorite things to do Listen to podcasts that go into the word that you're you're interacting with other inter interact with other people. Get into a Bible study. Get into and, and but but not only that though, spend time with God. Block off an hour a day. Block off two hours a day. Go try give give one day to Him completely. After you get off of work, go home. Spend time with Him until you go to sleep. And, and and throughout the week, block off allotted time with him that you're going to pray and you're going to just be still and just say, Lord, speak. I don't care if you say, Lord, speak over and over and over again. Lord, reveal 
this to me. Lord, Lord, thank you. Thank you for, thank you that I'm a son. Thank you that I'm a daughter. Thank him. Lord, I just want to rest in your love right now. Lord, pour out your love over me right now. Pour out your love over me right now. Pour it out, Lord. Lord, drown me in your love right now, Lord. You know, whatever the case is, just repeat those things again and, and let, your, let your spirit swell up inside of you and let it commune with the Lord and let it sit at that table that he prepares for you in the presence of your enemies. Let him anoint your head with oil. Let him lead you by still waters and let him help you rest in the green pastures. Let, let him do those things. Let him do those things for you. Pray the, pray, pray the Bible. Pray the Bible to him. Speak these words out to him and commune with him. Worship. Blast some worship music and do your chores and sing while you're doing it. Um, just sit in a corner and, 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 and listen to worship music and just sing to him. Sing to him. Find some good songs. Explore more songs. There are songs out there that, that I feel like are prayers unto him that I sing and I feel like I'm directly talking to him. And it's beautiful. It's, it's lovely. It's joyous. And I feel like we need to get to that place. We need to get that to that place. And, and that's in the secret place. That's you and him together. That's you and him together. Experience him. Seek him. Seek his face. Um, yeah, so that's, that's what's been on my heart is just that, you know, we, we desire all the benefits of God, but not the relationship. We don't want to take the time to spend with him, but we want him to bless us with all these things that in turn fill up our time that become these idols and these, these things like, oh, I want a nice car or I want a nice job. I want, no, Lord, I want you. I want you. That's it. I want you. And when you ask him for him and your heart really desires it, he's going to give you it. He's going to give it to you. He's going to give it to you. And then your, your mindset will shift. You will start changing. You will start cutting off things that do not glorify him. And you will start seeking him hard. And you're going to start, like, you know, like uh, David says in the Psalms, my soul thirsts. For you, as a as a deer pants um, for water, so my soul pants for you. Like you're gonna get to that place where it's like your your heart and David heart David's heart connects, and you're like, ah, oh, yes, yes, this right here, this, and 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 it isn't until he becomes your complete desire and your complete reward that we get to this place. But we have to get here. We have to get here because if not, you're going to be in the world seeking, looking to find the love that only he can give you. And you will never be satisfied and, and you will live out your whole life chasing after the wind. And like the Bible says, you know, we never know which way that it goes. I wish I knew what verse that was. You don't know which way that it goes. I think in that verse is talking about the Holy Spirit, but... It, it's almost chasing the opposite. I mean, you can use it in in, in 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 that in the context of that of you chasing something that isn't there or that is um, unreachable. 
but it can be reached. It can be found in God. It can be found in Him. You know, you can be satisfied in seeing Him and seeing His likeness, seeing His face. So, but but the things of the world they do not satisfy. They do not satisfy, and that's why um, it says in here that you know He's going to destroy those who look to the world for the reward. But satisfy the hunger of your treasured ones, you know. And we will see him when we awake. I will see you face to face and be satisfied, because that's where satisfaction comes from. So we're gonna close out there, and and those are just some of my thoughts. Um, really not not really necessarily looking to speak on a Bible verse or anything, but I feel like you know, like I said, satisfaction comes from him alone. And until we wake up to that revelation, we'll just be chasing the wind never being able to catch it so um yeah i'm just gonna pray and then that'll be it lord help us help us see you help us see your likeness lord um help us drink from the all satisfying well of your love and of your pursuit for us lord um help us just see that you are pursuing us and help us see all the ways that you've always pursued us lord and help us receive your pursuit and help us pursue you back in love help us see you as bridegroom and help us see ourselves as bride and help us renew our vows daily lord unto you out of our love for you lord we walk in obedience because we love you we walk in um in love because of your love for us um help us represent you well and help us reflect you well out into the world lord may we recognize that only can we reflect that which is seen that which we gaze at um and what we behold is what we become lord may we behold you lord and give us the grace um as we grow in beholding you and from glory to glory that we know that as we cut things off lord that you are there with us and that you are there guiding us and that you are there loving on us lord and Lord, I just pray that you remove anything that does not pull us close to you, that does not honor you or glorify you, Lord, that does not respect is respectful to you, Lord. And I ask that you fill us up even more with what it is that helps us draw near. Lord, give us a revelation of what makes us draw near, Lord, and give us more. Bless us with a revelation of your love that we can rest in every single day, every single minute every hour and convict us lord and help us repent of any idol worship that maybe may be within our lives lord and help us help us get rid of it rid of it for us lord and through the power of your spirit give us strength to resist as we rid ourselves of these empty wells Thank you, Lord, for your love today. I say these things in Jesus' mighty name, amen.